This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Nothing disappointing about what the Padres and uh, the organization pulled off this weekend. Annie Heilbrunn from the San Diego Union Tribune joins us here on Gwyn and Chris. And uh, it's always great to have you on, Annie. I don't know how you could describe the Fan Fest or the caravan on Friday as anything but an amazing success, not only from the Padres' side, but for the fans to come out and that kind of number uh, just shows that, uh, you know what, we do have some pretty good Padre fans in this town, huh? Tony, Chris, it is it's great to hear your voices, by the way. I, I would have loved to get Tony's autograph at FanFest, but there was just too many people. There was, that line was too long. Well, he I'm also had security with him. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, but but uh, but yes, we'll talk about that. But it, it was great to have those two events back-to-back because I think it just really fired San Diego up. It just felt like, okay, baseball season is here. They did so many great things in the community on Friday, there were just like so many great moments. And, and um, I think the players really had a good time doing that. And then on Saturday, you know, you hit them with the fan fest and, you know, it was, it was this, this chaos that I don't think anyone ever totally imagined how, how many people would actually not only show up, but stay for pretty much, it seemed like most of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and so, I mean, it just really goes to show you like how excited the city is for this team. And honestly, like, I don't think it even hit me. You know, we saw those photos going around of the big four and things like that, you know, after that event. I don't think it hit me that all these guys are on the same team until I saw those photos and all of them together on one stage and things like that. And it was like, okay, like, now you're you're starting to really get excited for the season and what might come. Yeah, it's funny you said that because I, I thought the same thing. Until that photo was posted of all four of them on the stage, I don't think it had really hit me. Until that very moment, and it is a, it is, it's a nice, it's a nice thing to wake up to for sure to have <laughs> those four guys sharing a stage. And I want to ask you a little bit about the caravan because that was really yeah. unannounced, um, and it wasn't just the group that you mentioned and and Juan Soto and Jake Cronenworth and Tim Hill. They had other caravans going around the city. Just talk a little bit about your experience with the group that you traveled with. Yeah, it was really cool. So you're right. There was there were 15 players total, and then the group that I was hanging around with was um yeah Jake Cronenworth, Tim Hill, Juan Soto, and Ethan Salas. And but then there were all these other players, including Manny Machado, you Darvish, Fernando Tatis Jr., Joe Musgrove, um, Xander Bogarts. I mean the list goes on and on that were making stops because they were in other groups. So they went to South um, 
South San Diego Central and also East San Diego, and I believe a little bit into North County. I'm not sure exactly how far they got on that, but to hospitals, to schools, to um, a military base, and then also to um, just drop-ins. Like there was an hour that they walked the streets in the gas lamp, that they walked the streets in Little Italy, um, and were just hanging out. So it was really cool in that sense. They got a little bit of that organic feel where if you were just, you know, hanging, if you were just in, in, in the right place at the right time, you were going to catch one of these guys. And, you know, you, you never see them in that kind of atmosphere where yeah. Juan Soto is standing at a pizza parlor, you know, in Little Italy trying to get himself a piece of pizza and other, you know, other people that are just eating their food over there and, and having fun with him, things like that. Um, he took someone, someone was driving around shouting his name and they finally parked <laughs> and got out, went up to him, had on a Dodgers hat. He took the hat, he threw it to Ethan and he gave her his Padres hat. So it was just these little fun moments. But then I, it was fun because I was with them for the school and for um, the Petco pet store as well. And so at the school, you can just imagine how yeah. nuts these kids went. I mean, it was, they, you, there were 50 kids around these guys at all time, but, but Juan played the piano at one point, a cafeteria worker kissed him on the cheek. Um, Jake was playing soccer and racing all the kids, you know, Tim and Ethan were having a bunch of fun. And then at the pet store, Tim was holding a cat and, you know, Jake was learning about fish and, and Juan was trying to avoid a snake. And I mean, it was just all these fun little <laughs> moments that you never get to see. But one thing that did stand out to me too is Juan Soto. Like this guy, oh, his personality, I, I think having him now for a full year and him coming back in and feeling comfortable, he is funny. He's got a funny personality. I think him and Fernando, once they get going, are going to have a heck of a lot of fun out there. Um, but we, I got to see a lot more of Juan Soto's personality, which, which is a kick. The great Padres reporter, you see her down at the, all the Padre games, also uh, writes uh, from time to time at the San Diego Union Tribune. Our friend Annie Heilbrunn is with us. And I know you wrote about this in your story Saturday, Annie, but talk about the genesis of the caravan and the Padres' idea and, you know, getting the players to buy into this. I mean, you, you have your, yeah. your fan fest on Saturday, but the caravan – I mean, from what I've seen in the past, not Padres, but just in general, you're lucky to get one star player to commit to doing a caravan like this. Every single Padre player committed to this caravan, and basically they gave two days of themselves with Friday and Saturday together. Yeah, that's what was so interesting about it, because you guys know, and I know it sounds you know, especially for Tony, whose dad was always willing to do community events, it sounds like oh gosh okay these guys are giving two days but in this day and age it's it's kind of a lot like you're asking they're, they're just used to having this off-season time to be with their families they give so much time away from their families during the year and then they're so close to going to spring training that to ask them to do those two days um in a row was was a little bit more of an ask you know and everybody was caught everybody realized that but the players bought in right away and for all the superstars to buy in like that. And really the whole genesis of it was to thank San Diego. We want to go around. We want to thank San Diego. Some, some of those stops, you know, are, are kids and fire stations and PD and hospitals, but some of them are just organic on the streets things. And they didn't want the public to know about it. A, because we saw what happened in FanFest. They right. <laughs> would have been mobbed. 
Um, but B, also they wanted it to feel grassroots. It was very important to them for it to feel organic and, and grassroots. And like you just might run into one of your favorite players that day. So um, it, it made for it to be very fun, I think, because people, word of mouth got around a little bit and people were, were, were showing up that knew some of the locations. But for the most part, it was also just, you know, random people that just happened to be there at the right time. And so um, I think that was a lot of fun for players and they got to be with each other. I think that helps too in terms of camaraderie and just building a little bit of a, of a relationship even before you're going to spring training, especially with them going to the WBC, like that could be helpful as well. But it does speak a lot to the team and the players and everybody involved, the community relations department at, at, at the Padres. Um, that they were able to get so many players, the superstar players, because you're right, in the past, that's really your guys that, that probably aren't starting every game. You know, you might get one of those guys, but you're definitely not getting a majority of them, and that's really what the Padres had to this caravan, which was really cool. These are the sacrifices of having a good team. You know, you got to yeah. make those type of sacrifices <laughs> where the superstars come out. Annie Halbert joins us, Padres reporter. You see her on the sideline there. You see her. Uh, occasionally you read her writing in the Union Tribune. And I, I, you mentioned superstars, and you and Kevin Acey did a, a terrific piece on on really Fernando and him kind of uh, getting back into the groove of thing with his teammates, particularly Joe Musgrove. Just talk about what you saw with your own eyes when you got a chance to go down there and watch those guys work in terms of Fernando kind of getting back into the groove of thing with his teammates. Yeah, th- thank you for that. And it, it was really cool to, to be out there and to see him looking more like himself. Um, I think that the last year or two, we had kind of not seen the same Fernando Tatis Jr. that we saw that came into the league um, with Eric Hosmer and Manny Machado that first year and everything. And, you know, of course, people are going to grow and they're going to change and things like that. But he had, he had lost a little bit of that kind of light that he had had. And um, I think part of that, too, was was the injuries. I think it was the, how quickly he rose to superstardom. I think there was a lot going on. But at the pool, he was he was mellow. He was quiet. He was focused. But then he was He was having a good time. He was racing Joe Musgrove. He was doing a little trash talk. And what was cool about the, the pool setting was it wasn't just baseball players. It was also professional. The class was designed for elite professional athletes. So there were MMA fighters, there were um, rugby, professional rugby players, there were some NFL people. So it's cool because they were all able to sort of support each other and be in this environment where you're not, it's less physical than people think. Because actually these guys see it as like a, almost like a rest day, which cracks me up because, you know, I I would drown in there. But (laughs) but they, you know what I mean? But they're, they're, you know, for them, it's easy on their joints, it's easy on their muscles. It's really more about mentally being able to get to that next level and it's really you against you it's not you against the guy next to you it's it's how can you tap into bettering yourself that day and so they really like that that whole element of it was really great and really cool but in talking to Fernando I, I really wasn't sure what we were going to get and um he was you know he it was clear that he felt like it was clear that he was still holding on to the scars of last year right but that he was also ready to move forward and that he was confident. And I mean, he, the, the, the surgeries that he had, he feels good about, um, the, I think the, the emotional and mental, you know, growth that he's had over the last six months or last year, he also feels good about, I think in the long run, this might be a period. And of course there's many years that are, are, you know, he's going to have to continue to show that, but 
Um, this might be something that was good for him. No one ever wants to go through that, but it also seems to have reset him in some ways. And so um, I, I think that he's in a good place mentally and he's in a good place where he understands that like the only thing that matters right now is his work. You know, he can talk about it and he does talk about it and he hasn't shied away from any question he's been asked. But he also realizes, okay, I got to go out there and I got to show it. You know, I got to show that I'm committed to doing the things behind the scenes that I need to do, to being a good teammate, to being a good, you know, ambassador to the organization, and also to myself that I'm going to, you know, show myself that I'm able to recover from this. Um, and so it was fun to see that. You know, I, I asked him, I think you guys are going to kick out of this, like, do you, should you give yourself some time like you know you might not be able to go from zero to 100 right away like maybe give yourself like a grace period and he just kind of laughed at me you know like the stupidest question he's ever heard <laughs> you know and um because and, you know why like he he knows how to play baseball he knows how to go out there and do what he does and so i just thought in that sense it was good it was good for him to 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 feel that confidence because i think in the last few years those surgeries uh, i'm sorry those injuries um, they really inhibited him in terms of playing the game the way he likes to play it. And I think that now he feels like he can get back to doing that, and that's giving him, giving him more confidence as well. One thing I learned in this discussion with Annie Heilbrunn, if I run into Juan Soto, I want to be wearing a Dodger hat. <laughs> the reason is because You'll at the it. end, I'll end up with Juan Soto's Padre hat. right? And that's what I'll want in the first place. Always keep a Dodger hat handy in case you run into Juan Soto out there. That's pretty cool that he gave the fan his own his own Padre hat. What a, what a weekend it was for the Padres, Annie. It's going to be an amazing season. We can't wait. Eighteen days to the first spring training game. Are we going to oh see you God. down at spring training at all? Yeah, that's the, that's the plan, guys. And I can't wait to see you at Petco for the season. It, it should be a lot of fun. It should be very entertaining too. So it, it'll be great to see you both. All right, we look forward Thank to it. You, Thanks, Annie. Annie. As always, great talking with you. Thanks for having me, guys. You betcha. Annie Heilbrunn, Padres reporter, joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. All right, uh, good weekend out there for the uh, Padres and uh, their fans and a chance for everybody to take part and feel like uh, they're part of Padre baseball and uh like I said I think that caravan that they did on Friday was really a, just a just a nice touch Money. by the Padres they they look you can if you want to be if you want to be this kind of person you can say well the fan fest is a way for them to make a little money here and there and sell some items and da, da, da. the caravan was totally selfless on the part of the Padres totally selfless and I I just think that uh you know, it shows this organization, you know, wants to give back to this fan base. This fan base wants to give back to this organization. It's it's a it's a love affair right that's, now, that's, Tony, that's going I, both we, ways. We keep coming back to those that word, love fest, love yeah. affair and it's you know, that's kind of been what it's what it is since the Padres really eliminated it feels like the Dodgers is when it started. It could have started a little <laughs> bit earlier with the Mets, but Feels like it accelerated after the Dodger victory. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventh inning, game four. Right. Just play it for me. It's over been a love fest from that day again. till now. That moment, Jay Cronenworth got that base hit. 
Yeah, this Padre uh, fan. Well, look, I mean, there's great Padre fans that have been around this team forever and ever. Yeah, don't tell yeah, my I was, drunk my I was drunk about to say, about some, that. Of, some of our, our old-time Padre fans, they're feeling some type of way about these new fans. Let me tell you something, old-time Padre fans. You can have it one of two ways. Tell you, them, can give it old, you can be old-time Padre fan and root for the team by yourself. Or you can be old-time Padre fan and welcome everybody onto Indeed. the bandwagon Indeed. and enjoy this whole thing together. And then you could be it the comes elder with the territory, right? Of being <laughs> exactly. A great team. Exactly. It Nobody just does. Nope. You don't get bandwagon team bandwagon fans for bad teams. Nobody jumps on <laughs> the bandwagon of the Falcons. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Sorry. Adam. It's just a good example. That's they all. are a good example. Yeah. <laughs> the right. Falcons of all teams. <laughs> Well, seriously, when's the last time somebody not from Atlanta ran out and bought a Falcons hat? It's been a while. Come on. Doesn't happen. Daily Game it next. Winning curse. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.